0: i uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: Welcome back to The Doctor's Companion, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
0: I'm Nick Jimenez. And I'm Scott Corelli.
1: And today on the show, we'll be discussing It Takes You Away, uh, the ninth Yo. episode of season 11. <laughs> <laughs> Blah!
0: Doctor Who! <laughs> it's that guy from, uh, comes in the UK again. Storm Stormzy. Stormzy. <laughs> it takes you to another dimension, Doctor. <laughs> Blah! Anyway,
2: written by Ed Heim, directed by Jamie Childs. Yeah, um, it uh, it takes you away. Uh, first
0: time writer, Ed Heim. Yeah, of the show, first time writer of Doctor Who.
2: Right, uh, a Nordic adventure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, adventure.
2: Um, and uh, uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a Sentient mirror universe. <laughs> yeah, that's if that's not the most Doctor Who shit I've ever. Oh
1: heard. my god, it's so good. Uh,
0: well, you know what? H- hats off to my uh, to my roommate. Uh, if listeners of Long Way Round know that uh, towards the end, I, I got to start watching the episodes in the in the living room with my roommate because he was actually interested in, in watching old Doctor Who episodes. And uh, one of the episodes that we watched together was Time Lash. And uh, there's a part in this episode where uh, the doctor climbs into a mirror, into another dimension. And my roommate was like, oh, it's like Time Lash. Or yeah. I don't think he, he said it, but he was like, oh, it's like the one where he, uh, this happened with the, uh, the, you know. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were like, I wish this is actually that. It
2: is. It is. It is Im- I, can, I can guarantee you one thing. Cass does not wish that it was that.
1: Nope. <laughs> I wouldn't mind oh. the camera. This band, is fine, that. just the way it true. is. Thank you very yeah, much. <laughs> uh,
2: I am I am incapable of hearing the phrase "another dimension" and not wanting to go another dimension, another <laughs> dimension, <laughs>
0: another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Beastie Boys. Thanks, Beastie uh, Boys. <laughs> Intergalactic should play on the show sometime. It should has it not? It probably has. That seems like a thing that has happened. It seems like, like a Russell T. Davis thing to do. Yeah, it does. It <laughs> Very oh. different. This episode was very different than, you know, we, I, we, I, I was thinking about it. We were speculating like, oh, maybe it could feel like these like Nordic, Icelandic horror movies that we get sometimes set in the woods. And it was just such a, ended up being much more of a fairy tale than I was expecting.
2: Yeah, it definitely felt like, it felt like a Stephen Mo or a, yeah, Moffat era. It's
0: very Moffat-y. Mm. Moffat era episode
2: for sure. Because um, it was just like this crazy, weird, big idea that he just throws out there in an yes, episode. Yes, very know?
0: almost like "Girl with the Fireplace," Moffat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, not so much like a screwball comedy, <laughs> but yeah. just very like a fairy tale, like a story, a bedtime story. This universe is lonely,
2: and oh, it just wants a friend. It just wants <laughs> <on> a chance. <laughs>
1: I think the first, like, third of the episode where they're exploring the creepy house does have that Scandinavian crime thriller vibe to it, which I really like. Mm
2: -hmm. For sure. Um, Also, uh, I don't know for sure, because I didn't, I forgot to look it up before um, uh, talking about it here, but I'm pretty sure that the the actress who plays... Uh, yeah, uh, Ellie Walwork. I'm pretty sure she's like an actual, like legitimately blind actress, which is cool.
1: That is awesome.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. And possibly also from Norway. And, it, it seemed like it. And it just, yeah, it, it really added, uh, I mean, she, she, gave, she delivered a great performance and just, you know, it was just such a... I don't know. It's just kind of a, a minor. Just keeping him with the show's groove of just being progressive and inclusive, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and not ha- you know and having a few <laughs> vital to the episode's identity and enjoyment.
2: My, my I think my favorite thing about about Nordic culture is that the name Eric is like <laughs> <laughs> the name of like these like big you know Viking dudes. Yeah, like and
0: they're just named Eric. Yeah, <laughs> and over here it's like.
2: I don't know why that tickles me so much. Yeah, well, because here it's like
0: synonymous with like I don't know, just like you know, that's our shittiest president's shittiest son's name. (laughs) My name (laughs) is Eric, and I'm Eric.
1: But it's Eric with a K, not Eric with a C. Yeah, the K
0: adds so much. The K, the K makes it so much more endearing when you're looking at it. Eric Foreman was a pretty good Eric, I guess. He's not real. Well, he wasn't great. Who's some great real? I don't know a lot of Eric's. Prince (laughs) Eric from Little Mermaid. I don't know really any Eric's. No <laughs> oh my God, I live with an Eric, Eric Rivera. I feel stupid now. He's one of the best dudes I ever met. Oh, okay. He'll never listen to this, but I don't know, he might. I don't think he will. Okay. <laughs> well, I feel bad for forgetting him because I shared a roof with him for like a year. Eric. Eric. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so I, I can assume we all felt pretty positive about this episode. Okay, Cass, mm-hmm. what were your, what were your kind of overall thoughts of it?
1: i really liked it i thought it was very um captivating in a way Mm -hmm. that i i don't know i feel like this season or at least the back half of the season has been like every time Mm -hmm. i watch it i'm just like wow they're doing this this is awesome this is so cool Um, yeah i also love ribbons he's so creepy Oh my God. Oh,
0: definitely. Yeah. I for, definitely forgot about Ribbons until you brought him up. Oh my God. Uh, like, it was so like, creepy. Was, was it Ribbons, the seven stomachs, or Ribbons of the seven stomachs? Ribbons. Ribbons. But how did the seven stomachs fall into Oh, it? Uh, r- r- Ribbons uh, of the seven stomachs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is that God? So many questions. Like, is that, his, is that his, uh, his guild? Is that his religion? Is that where he's from? Really hope Ribbons makes an appearance. Unlike Tim Shaw, I hope I never have to damn. Think or speak of Tim Shaw ever again. And I have a bad feeling that I might.
2: Well, Ribbons is dead. So yes. I don't I, think
0: he's coming back. Then that. Um, he got eaten by flesh eating moths. Oh, I forgot about that. Well, yeah. there may be some other members of the Seven Stomachs. Maybe it's like the Knights of Wren. <laughs> so you mean we'll, they'll talk about him once and then everybody, the fandom, won't shut up about them forever? Yes.
1: <laughs> that tracks. Like the Clone
0: Wars should have been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, I like Clone Wars. Make <laughs> like a Ribbons. Ribbons. He was great. Yeah. I like he was he was really fun. He was just a really cool like NPC that they came across. Mm-hmm. And uh he had he had some good 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 lines in with old Graham. Mm-hmm.
2: I was talking to Nick though, uh about this episode. Something that i else I realized about this season as a whole. Uh there's a there's a big old lack of monsters this season.
1: Mm, yeah like,
2: there's not really any monsters. It's like mostly human villains or like or like Giant you know, spiders. like the little gremlin, <laughs> like where it's like spiders, or like the little gremlin dude who's like not really a monster. It's not his fault he's and doing then, what he's doing. The, he's you know, just
0: the, hungry. And yeah, we had the 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 creatures and the demons of the Punjab, but they ended up being more of a benevolent force than like a threat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, and then we've had these butterfly the, those butterfly things. Mm-hmm. uh I wouldn't. And ribbons is more of like a character than a monster. And, uh, and Tim yeah. Shaw bites the big one, so I don't even like thinking about him.
2: So the, the, the real <laughs> lesson to be learned from uh, this season is that the real monsters are the humans. It turns out it's give. man. <laughs> the humans that we give power to. The system, um, yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah I, I, I really... I want to give us a, a note to the very first shot of this episode. Mm. Uh, it opens with this really great like shot of Norway, and then you see like the silhouettes... Of our companions and just our mm-hmm. companions at first and the TARDIS and the TARDIS and you see like Graham with his like you can see his, his, his hands are in his pockets and Ryan kind of slouched over and like Yaz is kind of inquisitive and looking around and it was just such an arresting first shot and I, I, I remember like tucking that away in my brain mm-hmm. because it really solidified how um, what a strong identity these three characters have have made in the show after mm-hmm. not a great takeoff mm-hmm. yeah. you know and i, I grant I'm, I'm interested to see and sorry <laughs> i'm like filibustering <laughs> uh, uh but yeah like i i don't know if i will still love 13th or not care about really care for the the girl who fell through time or fell to earth if i go back and watch it now but yeah i'm just i've I've grown really impressed with how how these characters and these actors have got into my brain
2: mm-hmm yeah, this is um uh it, it, this one was actually really well directed, I think. <laughs> Jamie Childs. Uh, yeah, Jamie Childs. I I didn't I don't love uh Woman Who Fell to Earth, which which he'd also directed. I didn't like the direction in that one. Um and Demons of the Punjab was uh pretty pretty okay like direction direction-wise. Mm-hmm. So, um for some reason, I don't know. Uh I think Woman Who Fell to Earth was a swing and a miss, but uh this one was in pretty impeccably directed. Um, but it did, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that first shot because when that first shot came up, I was so distracted with my, my feelings of, oh man, we're just going to, we're just going to start this episode outside the TARDIS, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're true. That's true. <laughs> you're just not even going to be in there. Okay. All right. Thanks. Um, so that's, that was my first thought. We'll leave you alone forever now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it was, a, it was a, really good, uh, really
0: good episode. Um, I will say, I think to me, it, it, it also, this episode alleviates a major gripe that I had for women who fell to earth, which I, I think it kind of vindicates the usage of grace mm-hmm. where yeah. I remember being, feeling so cheated and kind of like, what a dumb cheap thing to do. Kill off this character just for like what stakes, like what, come on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, having her come back was such a beautiful little full circle moment.
2: Yeah uh i mean i still don't think that they uh, they needed to do that sure. um in the episode i mean she could have like she could have like already been dead or or they could have someone else's family member could have already been dead and you could have had the same the same deal um with them being like well i don't know i do miss my granny or whatever yeah. like you know it had been a minute since Graham really had something to do though that's true i guess yeah that's true um yeah, and, I just, I just, I just really don't like that they killed her. And if it was just because they wanted to set this up, that bums me out because I'm like, well, that's not enough of a good reason because mm-hmm. it's not like this was the finale. This is right, just, right, right. you know, a, a random episode. So, I
1: yeah. would just like to point out that it's been mm-hmm. nine episodes and this is the only episode this season where somebody hasn't died.
2: Mm. Oh yeah! Wow.
0: That was everybody lives,
1: sort of. Just this one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Everyone lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I was just bonkers in love with like the last scene of this episode or that final, the final confrontation between the doctor and the, the Stratzeron. What's it called? Yeah. I just, I just, I don't know. And like, you know, we, we were talking about uh, how Witchfinders finders felt like the first episode that could only have been a 13th story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, watching this final scene where she's like, look, I'm crazy about you, but this isn't going to work like this. We can't do this, but just know that like, we'll be friends forever. And I'm like this only only 13 could have solved this problem this way. And like that's one of my favorite things about watching Doctor Who episodes is just seeing like the 11th of it all. And like, I don't know, this this, this really felt like a 13th story to me.
2: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, guess I, I the, the way she like talked the the solid tract out of what it was doing. Um, I guess I can see your point, but. This, I mean, this, I could see, I could see the 10th Doctor. I could see the 11th Doctor in this situation. They'd all solve it differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but I could I could still, like, especially, like, the, when she was talking to that frog, like, I was like, oh, I could totally see the 10th Doctor, <laughs> like, you know, talking to this frog. Not in the same way. Yeah, you yeah. the most handsome creature yeah. I've ever seen. Right. Not in the, not in the <laughs> same way, but the weird
0: 10th Doctor impression. No, no, that, no, that was the frog. Oh,
2: that was the frog. That was the frog oh. talking to David Tennant. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: keep let me stay in your pocket always <laughs> okay this form pleases me
2: <laughs> yeah that's true he would definitely keep it as a pet oh, just... get in
0: get in hop in
2: <laughs> yeah you know, frog. and then it would come back like three seasons later and bite him in the bite him in the ass um <laughs> literally just like his hand just like his hand yeah um you know how he kept it as a pet. Mm-hmm. In his uh, <laughs> you know
0: who I thought was kind of stealth the MVP of this episode, and I, and I wanted to make a note of it because I know I was so kind of critical of her in the the first half of the season. But uh, Yaz, man, mm-hmm. I just Yaz had some really cool. Remember when she she knew how, she she pulled reverse the polarity out of her imagination? Yeah, that was great. And the doctor was like, "What did you say?" It was it was yeah. almost like an Alonzi moment. <laughs> yeah, an Alonzi Alonzi. I,
2: I do. I love that because she was like, "Can we just like reverse the polarity?" And she's like. Yes? <laughs> she was so excited <laughs> that like someone was giving her permission to reverse the polarity.
0: It's, it's great, man. I'm really starting to love the two of them. Yeah. And then Ryan got knocked out. It was weird seeing someone get like knocked out in this version of the show. Like, just get incapacitated. It was kind of like, oh, oh okay. Because everything else has been so grounded in a weird way. Yeah. I mean, and then not grounded. And, did you... Did, Ca- t- tell Cast that headline you read from Chris Chibnall about arachnids in the UK right before we started recording.
2: Oh yeah, there was a uh, no, it was Chris Noth. Chris Noth. Yeah, the uh, Chris Noth said that there's a headline that says Chris Chris Noth admits to basing his character on Donald Trump. Ha ha ha. We were both like admits.
1: <laughs> Wasn't that the point? <laughs>
0: yeah. It's like be like Arthur Miller, kind of being like, okay, yeah, you know, The Crucible. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit about McCarthy. <laughs> if it it's in there if you if you if you, if if you re- squint <laughs> if you if you squint <laughs> oh my
2: god
1: that's funny that's so funny
2: um but yeah i mean i think it's just i think this episode is just like a really it's just like a really like solid doctor who story like it just feels it feels like a classic mm-hmm. in the way that like it's a combination of you know like you could see this episode being like a tom baker era episode um you know, like the way that it's sort of, um, yeah, you know, I I can see where like the four parts would be in this, because there's like, you know, it's it's very uh, divvied up, because you've got you've got the Nordic episode that sets everything up, mm-hmm. then they go through the mirror, and then they're in the maze area with the dude who wants his want, wants her stuff ribbons, yeah, with ribbons, uh, and you've got that to deal with, and the and the uh, the the killer moths, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um. And then you're in the mirror universe, and you've got to convince them to come out of there. And the mirror universe Great. is like, no, we're going to keep you. We're we're gonna we're gonna be best friends forever. And then like there, then you get the episode where like the Doctor has to talk themselves out of this situation. Mm-hmm. Like that's a four part classic Who story yeah. right. like, structure. I guess I guess yeah. what
0: I'm, I guess it seems like almost every other Doctor would out reason the creature. Yes, and I really liked how thirteen just like. Got on the frog's level and just empathized with it. Yeah, yeah. No, sure. And and I, and I guess that is kind of what felt uniquely like thirteenth to mm-hmm.
2: me. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes um, sense. I would,
0: lo- I would love to hear what you guys thought of. I think I think the most Time Lord mythology we've gotten all season, uh, or at least like myth of background, but I don't know. I, I, I really thought that scene where the doctor was talking about like her granny reading her a bedtime story. Oh, her five grandparents? Her five grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> And just like the the like tying in the I can't remember the name. Uh the the sectarian. What was, what, what was the thing called? The Solitrax. I don't know. I just I just found that bit of mythology and tying it into the Time Lord just really interesting and cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Um But, uh, yeah, and, like, I just, uh, yeah, so I liked that it felt like a a classic Doctor Who story, Mm -hmm. and then I also liked that it was, like, it also felt very much of, like, Russell T. and Moffat era. It was just, it was, but then also, like, Nick was saying, like, felt, like, very specifically, you know, Series 11 as Mm -hmm. well. So, like... I was just, man, it was just like a really good, like, that's what I want Doctor Who to feel like all the time. I want it to feel like it belongs in all eras and, and right. at once, you know? Um, and that's what this one felt like. It's I, I yeah. like
1: that this one, like, felt fresh and new, but also comforting and familiar at the same time. Yes. Yes. It's like Doctor exactly. Who comfort food.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's that's a more eloquent way of saying what I just said.
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs>
2: You're just you're, you're just
1: a woman explaining, Scott.
2: Yeah, you're just, no, you're just better at it than and I am. Yeah, yeah. It, that's that's so funny that you say woman'splaining because it like it, like a mansplain is like is like very technical usually, and like yours was like very like this is how it felt like emotionally. <laughs> so it was like
0: I don't know. This is what you're feeling, you piece of crap.
1: It's like, oh damn, you're right. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. like Oh, yeah. Like, could splaining be, like, a positive connotation of <laughs> mansplaining? It's like, yeah. no one wants to mansplain, but it's like, wow, like, Brenda really splained things to me right now. And I, I, think I, I think I need to, like, leave my job. It's, like, not where I need to be right now. Yeah. Um, let's write that. Oh, man. Uh, um yeah. I, 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 I really get what you guys mean. Yeah, because, like, I, when I think of Doctor Who comfort food, it's, like, a story where this doctor and these companions are just, like, in a groove. And they just mm-hmm. know each other and they're just in an adventure. And I just, I got those vibes all through this episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I'm, I've really grown to love the squad. And um, I hope, I hope we get to see another, uh, another season of them.
1: I know. I was so happy when Ryan finally called Graham his granddad. I was like, oh my God. Oh yeah. yeah,
0: That happened in this. That was good.
2: And we're, uh, we're getting the fist bump. Mm-hmm. So I can feel it. Yeah. I think that'll happen in the next one. Um, which is uh, the Battle of Rand of Colos? Bless you. Uh, which I I cannot wait to find out how to pronounce that for real. I hope
0: that it's all- exclusively uh, Graham being a mailman stuff. <laughs> 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 I hope, hope Rand Al Colos is like some kind of sacred mailman like club.
1: <laughs> Why is he a mailman? Oh.
0: Oh no, what is he? What's his job? Oh, bus, bus driver. driver. Bus, yeah. driver. bus driver. <laughs> yeah.
1: cool. I was like, wait, did I miss something?
0: Uh, yeah. Bus driver. Yeah. Um, one more episode, man. That's crazy. It's yeah. Crazy guys.
2: Well, yeah, so we've got we've We're got, the got, the, end now. got the season finale uh next week, and then we'll have like I don't know, the holidays off, three weeks, two weeks, something mm-hmm. like that. Two three New weeks. Years. We'll have three weeks off and then uh then we'll we'll be back to do the New Year's Day special uh, which we saw like images of. She's wearing a scarf. It's cool. And speaking of the holidays, Scott. Uh, yeah, no, I was getting to that. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm, yeah, hold on. Oh, you're getting there? I'm getting, are you doing, <laughs> oh, you're doing all this yeah. first? Yeah. Okay. No, no, I'm not doing all of this. I'm just talking about the future of the show, Nick. Um, Because <laughs> we're reaching the end and that's what we need to do so that people know what's going on. Um, But uh, yeah, so anyway, so next week is the season finale. Uh, we'll be back in three weeks to do the new year's day special. And then we will, uh, because we didn't, we kind of went back to back with, um, season six of the long way around and the new season. Uh, we'll probably take a little bit of a a hiatus, um, for like a couple of months, uh, at least, and probably be back in like March with, uh, the new long way around season. I would imagine season seven. Um, also season seven, uh, has some really good episodes but mostly like a lot of not great episodes oh, boy. so um so it's it's just like it's it's a it's a real mixed bag so we've got the aztecs good mm-hmm. um evil of the daleks good mm-hmm. uh claws of axos not good
1: oh, oh no
2: <laughs> planet of evil fine uh time flight not good oh man uh revelation of the daleks eh. uh yeah yep mm-hmm silver nemesis mm nah. yeah chimes of midnight great yes uh father's day great mm-hmm. uh idiots lantern
1: boo uh.
2: <laughs> and uh hungry earth cold blood uh which will be uh I'm hoping that i i like find myself liking that episode more than every other time that I've watched it, but I don't know that's so Chibnall guess, yeah. isn't it yeah, it is Chibnall okay, yeah. Mm.
1: That'll be yeah, interesting to rewatch it now that we have a season with him as the showrunner.
2: That's true. I, I have a feeling it's going to remind us of, of, uh, of uh, 13's era. Because mm-hmm. um, it does feel like it kind of has that
0: tone in my mm-hmm. memory. Yeah. You know? It's just not shot the same way. Because yeah. he has that, that, uh, that bow wow. Yeah. That, that, spe- that big like, peace conference. Right. Love in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love uh, it. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing a bunch of colonizers play Aztecs. Me. Yeah. Great. Yep. Oh boy. How many parts is it? Like nine? It's what four. Yeah. A four. Okay, cool. Yeah.
2: No, four. And it is like it's it's a good episode. Okay. Uh, that's definitely
0: not incorrect, the mm. what you're what you're saying. Hey, but what else am I supposed to do? Never never watch anything? Yeah.
2: No, I mean that's that's you're you're not wrong there, but like uh <laughs> the episode itself,
0: if you squint and pretend they're not colonizers, it's, it's a good episode. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm not making that mistake again. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh man! um So, Evil of the Daleks not as good as Revelation of the Daleks? Evil uh, of the Daleks no, evil... is
1: real good.
2: It's okay. real good. Cool. It's real good.
0: Great, great, yeah. great, great. Um, real, real. It good. just
1: doesn't exist. Uh, that's it... the problem.
2: Yeah, that's that's the only problem with it. It's an all time classic Dal- Dalek story, though. Great for
0: sure. Top five, definitely. We're an all time high. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm really excited um, to see uh Nick's Dalek impressions after we listen to that because that's that'll be fun. <laughs> oh man.
2: Oh, great. That's the, they, they <laughs> yeah, that Oh man, I can't wait. That's good. Um so a little bit of news and 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 I'm hoping uh we'll create a little bit of a, a discussion topic for the three of us as well as uh our Facebook group um for our listeners. The, uh, the Paley center is a, uh, it's like the Paley center for media in, in Los Angeles. And, um, they do like special screenings and Q and A's and things like that. And they're doing a, uh, a, a doctor who binge for the holidays soon, um, where they're, uh, binging a bunch of doctor who Christmas specials. Um, they're doing like a marathon screening of them and, uh, I, this is on um, Saturday, December 15th is when they're doing this in Los Angeles. If you happen to be in Los Angeles, they did a, uh, they did a big vote thing um, in conjunction with BBC America. So like BBC America, like posted the, the vote where it was like, vote for what Christmas specials we're going to show at the Paley center during the, during the binge. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's, that's kind of interesting. Well, they announced the episodes that came out or that, that came out of this vote. And, um, I, I feel like we watch Doctor Who weird because I'm like looking at this list and I'm like, what in the
0: world? <laughs> like it, it, was, it, was, it was a real moment of disconnect for us yeah. with the fandom at large. Yeah. Okay. Um, so so here's the here's the list. So I'm going to give the list
2: and then my question will here's be... Here's the schedule, yeah. Yeah. My question after this will be like, this is a weird list, but like what is your personal like top five Christmas specials? Like if you were to watch five in a row... Which five would you watch? But here's, here's what was voted on. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. The Husbands of Riversong.
1: Okay. I'm <laughs> right sorry. Off the, right, right off the, of, the
2: bat. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me? Right off the bat. Like, what? Yeah. Hus- Husbands of River Song. Okay. Opening track. Yeah. All right. <laughs> at noon. At noon. Legit. A Christmas Carol. Yes. Uh, at 1.30. The Runaway Bride. Okay. At 2.30. At, uh, 2.40. The Snowmen and at four o'clock twice upon a time so the list that was voted on as the best Christmas episodes Husbands of River Song A Christmas Carol The Runaway Bride The Snowmen and Twice Upon a Time I am so baffled by this
1: what? list like are
0: and 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 so like more so than usual we always love hearing from our listeners but in this case I'm almost I'm almost pleading uh, (laughs) Like, how... Is this snowman actually, like, super fun and memorable? And I just just don't remember it right? I
2: remember... Well, I mean, I remember liking it more than the two of you. Um, That's true. But...
0: I I couldn't get over how dishonest him pulling A Dark Knight Rises felt. And I don't think I was ever really able to get over that.
2: Yeah. That's true. That is true. I
1: need to look up a list of all the Christmas specials because, honestly, like, I only like two of them. So... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> i uh i don't mind i i i enjoy the runaway bride I've watched the runaway bride like pretty much every year or at least parts of it every every year really i don't know i just always feel like that one's on the most <sighs> around christmas time i really i really remember part like the snowman robots and yeah donna and donna mm. know, and
2: so uh top of the list for me uh the feast of Stephen uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Nobody understands. Uh. Uh. <laughs>
2: it's fine. One day you all will understand. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the feast of Steven. <clears throat>
2: um, okay. <laughs> so, like, uh, so for me, like, I don't know that it gets more Christmassy than Christmas Invasion. Um, mm. Like, Christmas Invasion is, is, like, that's, like, the quintessential Doctor Who episode for me. Or, like, Christmas episode for me, I think. Um, I just really, I just really like that one. Um, and I think let's see, Christmas
0: Invasion. God, what a great one! You know, looking looking at it in a brick as a list, it really is impressive that they that they kept it going for this long.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Um, yeah. So I mean, Christmas Invasion and Christmas Carol for sure. Um,
0: O Voyager the Damned is slept on. I think.
1: I I, I like that one.
2: I I like that one a lot. Um, it's not very Christmassy in the traditional sense, but it it feels like the kind of blockbuster movie you go and see on Christmas.
0: It, it yeah, it, it it's uh it's like grown up Christmas where there's no decorations anywhere. <laughs> yeah.
1: You don't like the killer angel thing? The the, that, the robots, they're run, like that, weird angels? That's the whole Christmas thing. Oh, was that in
2: Voice of the Dance?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh. What was it in Runaway Bride? I thought that was the killer angels.
1: Uh, no, Runaway That's Bride true. is the, the spider lady in the basement. And the, yeah, um, the, doctor, the, like the killer Christmas trees.
2: No, Killer Christmas trees was Christmas
1: Invasion. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
0: I think, yeah, yeah Runaway Bride was spider lady because like... Yeah, I doc- know, but spider lady didn't never left. So I think what was, were the baddies that was they were it? fighting? Like, I think it was Robot Santas. Yeah, right? Robot Santas. Oh, Robot
2: Santas. That's right. Robot Santas. Okay. So yeah, Robot Santas. Yeah, angels in Voyage of the Damned. I'm
0: convinced the next doctor <clears> never happened.
2: Next Doctor's... I like Next Doctor, and it is very Christmassy. I will give them that. You get get that
0: great gif where he's, like, looking around, and he's like, it's Christmas!
2: Yeah, (laughs) the only problem with with Next Doctor is that there's no companion, because it was one of the specials. Mm -hmm. Um, It was, like, a post-Donna special, and so, like, it's not as... honestly that's my issue with with i think with putting runaway bride voyage of the damned or or the next doctor in and in this grouping is because he doesn't have companions in any of those Mm -hmm. he has like those guest stars like Mm -hmm. guest star companions because like because like donna's not a companion in runaway bride she's just like this like screechy foil (laughs) screechy foil wearing a wedding dress right um and like that's it that was like her whole personality in that episode um so, I don't know uh see i would be I would be more into end of time because I like all of the Christmas stuff in end of time, but then like the master stuff sucks so bad <laughs> that it does take it take away from it a little bit but i man, do i love do I love Donna's grandpa yeah like, wearing I shan't it's Christmas.
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, you, yeah. Get that, you get that moment. <clears throat>
2: that's the best.
0: That's the thing is like they all have like, mo- and then you know, Christmas Carol, all time. That, yeah, all that's, time. That's my number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christmas
2: Invasion and Christmas Carol are all times. Like that, that would go in. A- Those two for me would go in yeah. any like
0: any would, Christmas special. Like list. I could, I, I could show Christmas Carol to my to like <clears throat> my parents, and they would probably be like, "Oh, it was fun."
2: Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I know that I'm in the minority on in on this, in this group, uh, but I would say the time of the Doctor is up there for me as well. Um, just because of how Christmassy it is, and like, I don't know, like the theme of it feels very Christmassy. I bet,
0: I bet now in 2018, <clears throat> I I would be so nostalgic for like that era of the show that I would have like a really good time.
2: Yeah, sure, sure. But um, then
0: I, uh, I'm i in the minority, I really enjoy The Doctor, The Widow, and The Wardrobe.
2: Oh, interesting. It's like, a,
0: it's, like a, it's like a 90 minute Hallmark Christmas <laughs> video. <laughs> I just think Matt Smith is like super fun in that episode. He's I, very cat in the house. Very cat I don't Matt. even know mm-hmm.
1: if I have a top five of these. Like I have a yeah. I have a top three. Oh. And it's Well most Christmas movies suck. It's Christmas Carol, <clears throat> Voyage of the Damned, and I don't even know, dude. Like <laughs> I guess Christmas and, uh, Invasion. Like, like-
0: <laughs> like like Last like Last Christmas is mostly disappointing, but I think yeah. it has a really poignant ending.
2: Yeah, but it's like it's like alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like alien. Which is not
0: uh, as fun. You get that you get that cool like the, that girl that has to do like that's the rock out with headphones to just save herself. Right. That was that was fun.
2: Return of Dr. Mysterio is a like a really fun episode, but it doesn't it doesn't feel particularly Christmasy
0: Right. like Christmas.
2: Yeah. Um and, so like I guess I guess maybe Let's see. Let's see. If I'm a uh, gun to my head, which ones do I want to watch right now? Christmas Invasion, Voyage of the Damned, Christmas Carol, Time of the Doctor, and Uh right now, I'd say Snowmen, just because I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Cuz it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, cuz it's been a
0: while. Yeah. I Yeah, I don't I don't remember a lot of Twice upon a Time right now at the moment. Oh, really? You guys loved that. I remember the Broad Strokes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I did. Well, no, and I did really love it, but I also just watched it, so I don't want to watch it again.
1: Husbands of River Song, really? I'm offended.
0: Yeah. No, that's crazy. Remember how much we hated Nardle in that episode? Yeah. We were stanking on Nardle for like most of season 10. Well, he he pulled a
1: Donna because like he like Donna shows up and I don't like her in Runaway Bride, but then she's like one of the best companions ever. Yeah and, yeah,
0: and you think of Nardole in, in the show proper, and he's always like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, he's so he's so good in the actual yeah. show, but like, yeah, it's those one-shot guest <laughs> stuff.
2: Yeah. He really, oh my God, he really is the Donna <laughs> of the Moffat yeah, era. Justin that is so weird. Because in
0: Husbands of River Song, he truly is just like a screaming head on a robot. Yeah, <laughs> a screaming head <laughs> on a robot. <laughs>
2: Technically speaking, isn't he still a screaming head on a robot? Yeah, but and- he's
0: less
1: annoying about it. <laughs>
0: he's, more yeah. a, he's, more a, he's more of a. He's more of a. He's more of like a put out head on a robot. Yeah, I mean, like, which oh, is that, way better. It's it like a, a disappointed. disappointed.
1: You, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Head on a robot. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. My God. Oh man, <laughs> that is so weird. That he is the he's the freaking Donna of the Moffat era. That is so weird. Wow. And uh uh. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's crazy. I lo- I kind of love that there is always like one companion that like in the in the new era that we're just like, "Oh, this companion, th- this 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 guest star sucks. Good thing they're only in one episode." Oh, and then they it. come back and we're like, "No!" Oh, and then they're and awesome. Like, and
0: I love <laughs> and it I don't know, like maybe this is just I don't t- as a fan, I would be kind of, I would feel cheated if we didn't get to see 13 interact with multiple kinds of companions. Because I feel like that's such a fun part of the show is seeing the difference between Clara Clara eleven and Amy eleven.
2: Well, I more than anything, I want you know, it's one thing that like, yeah, I want to see her with multiple companions, but like we're seeing her with three right now. More than anything, I just wanted to see her with one. Like that would, how what, that, are, yeah, that would what so, is she like with just one companion? That would be so mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Um, because, you know, there's a chance we'll never see that, which is bizarre to me. Um but I have uh, a
1: feeling that if if she does have <laughs> a single companion next season and it's one of these three it's going to be yes. Oh, you think so? Yeah. And like I guess it's just because yes. like <laughs> yes. Um yas. <laughs> yes. Um but you no know, cuz like back in like episode 3 or something, I think Nick brought up like this this internet thing. They were just like, "Oh yeah, 13 and yes, they're like a thing." And I'm just like, "Oh, okay." So I've been like paying attention to it and like looking mm-hmm. for it and like in this episode, she grabs her hand like three times, oh. and like just her, and like I don't know. She's always talking about like you know, oh my friend Yaz, or like whatever. So I think yeah. it's like it
0: can't be a universe without Yaz.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. And Yaz
2: knows how to reverse the polarity.
1: Right. Exactly. This- <laughs> Yeah, I think
0: I, I mean, think that I mean, I mean that's like that's like five hundred days of summer, like listening to the, like the Smith.
2: Yeah, totally. That's <laughs> what that moment was. Oh my god, that's absolutely what that moment was. Yeah, and and it does make sense that the other two would leave because like it it feels like their arc is going to be complete at the end of right. the season. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas you know, whereas Yaz is <laughs> kind of. Just getting started. Yeah,
0: like she has so much more in the tank, it feels like. Whereas yeah. I could see Ryan being like, no, I'm actually good. I'm going to come, come back to university. And Graham would be like, I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of sandwiches. Always said, as soon as I'm out of sandwiches, you go home. <laughs> Don't look back.
2: Oh, my God. That was my favorite moment in this episode. Oh,
0: is when he pulls out. He just pulls out a sandwich because he just
2: keeps the sandwich in his pocket. And then the cuts to them downstairs. And they're having. And, and he's just like. Graham, you just keep sandwiches in your pocket? So it was like, it was like they were just like, all right, we need to go downstairs and talk about this,
0: Graham. Seat at the table. Seat at the table. Everyone sit sit at the table. Sit down. Graham?
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is a sandwich intervention.
1: I love that that's a joke that's been like, I don't know, seven (laughs) episodes in the making. He's like wandering around the desert. I'm hungry. Nobody's got to see me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And if I'm not mistaken,
0: he said cheese and pickle sandwiches. Yeah, that's
1: disgusting.
2: Yeah. Yeah, That's That's vile. That's what he said. Well, I don't know. I I mean, I I eat burgers with like cheeseburgers with pickles.
1: Yeah, but you have like a ton of other things. It's not just cheese and pickles rubbing up on each other in the middle of bread. I don't (laughs) know.
0: In Graham's defense. I would try We're Americans. Yeah. We don't know what kind of pickles and
1: what kind oh, of cheese. I don't like pickles. I'm like anti-pickles. Oh, okay. So.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's the problem. Okay. <laughs>
1: I like pickles. That's
2: yeah. the problem then. Like, don't, don't yeah. go judging this man's sandwich yeah, when I... you don't like pickles. That's not fair.
0: And <laughs> It was like wrapped in plastic. He's a very Paddington Bear companion.
2: He is. Oh, man. I would love to see Paddington Bear as a companion. I, I,
0: oh, uh.
1: With 13? <laughs>
2: yes. Oh, only with 13. No one else. Only time with to, Time to give
0: these Daleks a hot stare. <laughs> oh no.
1: Well their their <laughs> coats match, right? They got matching raincoats.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh
0: it's so interesting how she wears. What her... if the next
2: doctor what if what if what if she just regenerated
0: independently? Independent. <laughs> this is a curious situation indeed. <laughs> I love Marmalade. I love Marmalade. <laughs> I love Aunt Lucy. So oh it's this is like a rambling old man oh my god <laughs> I don't know why that's why
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. No. alright well everybody <laughs> let <laughs> us know what your favorite Christmas specials yeah, are for real Which, what's your top five
0: do you have a top five or, <laughs> you, or are you like Cassie so you have like the top three too mm-hmm. uh, and yeah we have one more left
2: yeah, one more. One more this season, and then we've got the New Year's special. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Uh, so next yes. next time. We'll be back uh, next week with uh, the Battle of Ranskorav Kolos. Bye. <laughs> uh, right. Bye, everybody.
1: Bye. Rock-a-boo, rock-a-boo.